Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, and I'm always thinking about my next meal, uh, or dessert, really. I made those chocolate chip cookies again from last week. Mm. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I'm living, working, and raising a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. Nice. Our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. That's right. So in this week's episode, we tackle the Instant Pot. We talk about making substitutions in a recipe and also about some meal planning in the smorgasbord. Right, so how this works, like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, and other sources on the World Wide Web. We'll have all the recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, which is kind of our end little fun section, and the shopping list on our website, www.dinnersisters.com. You can also get them sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter if you'd like to preview the recipes before listening. Yes. So for today's episode, we cooked pasta a limon, instant pot chickpea plov, and a pork and peanut dragon noodles. Um, so I figured even in this early in the game, we needed to talk about an instant pot recipe. Um, and so definitely had to choose one. Um, and that, you know, so then I picked two other recipes to kind of counterbalance um, the instant pot recipe I did pick, which is a Uzbeki black olive and brown rice dish. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought it sounded good, but maybe not everyone's crowd pleaser. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure it would. It, well, it didn't turn out to be a crowd pleaser, but we can talk about that one when we get there. What is our first <laughs> okay. recipe? Uh, what's our first recipe this week? It wasn't the chickpea plov. No, I, so our first recipe is, um, pasta a limon from Serious Eats. Now this I chose, chose cause it was a quick weeknight, weeknight meal, you know, spaghetti with a lemony kind of creamy sauce, um, and really not a bad quick recipe. Um, you know, only critique, I wanted more lemon, but I think that was my fault. Um, what do you think? I thought this was great. So it was basically just pasta with a lemony butter garlic quick sauce that you made on the stovetop. Um, I made it on a night that we all had to get back to school for my kindergartner school musical. And so it was super fast and easy. I just, and it was a nice flavor. It was different. It wasn't a red sauce. I served it with an arugula salad and we actually squeezed extra lemon on the table. And I had some... Yeah, and I put some Parmesan cheese out on the table. So it made it kind of, gave it a DIY element that my kids always like. Mm-hmm. And my son doesn't like red sauce, which sometimes gives us like a quick pasta dish problem because that's really my right. like, that's most people's quick go-to is a red sauce. Um, so this lemon, quick lemon sauce really helped us with that, with oh, that cool. issue. And I really liked it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. So next time, like I said, um, I would definitely include more lemon. I think you solved the problem with the lemon on the table. Like I just yeah. should have thought of that myself. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, you know, next time I would hold back, make sure I held back more pasta water than the recipe um, said. 
Um, because for me, and I don't know if I just wasn't watching or, or what have you, but, um, the pasta ended up being really tight or, or kind of thick, you know, the noodles were sticking mm-hmm. together. And then I added more of that pasta water and just loosened it right up, made it that creamy, you know, lemony sauce, which was so delicious. Um, you know, I, I couldn't get myself together to like do a salad that night. Um, so I was kind of thinking, oh, I wonder if I like threw some spinach baby spinach know that was cool and and one thing to say I would also like this comes together really quickly which is great like not a flaw of the recipe but I had to like get my you know stuff together pretty quickly when I was cooking because um it really like went fast towards the end um and so you know get your mise en place you know your fancy French word for just getting things together um get the parmesan out you know that whole thing um ahead of time and be ready to go before the pasta is done cooking. Um, yeah, not, nothing crazy, but just something to think about. Um, and I liked that this was different from the norm. So four out of five forks for me. I would definitely give this a four out of five, four out of five forks as well. I think we'll use this recipe again and again when mm-hmm. we're looking for a quick weeknight pasta. Nice. Awesome. So speaking of another weeknight pasta, um, we also have a pork and peanut dragon noodles. Um, this one's from Budget Bites. She is um, a blog I really like. She does kind of a, um, her twist on things is getting affordable recipes together. She has like the prices of everything, including every ingredient, how much mm-hmm. it costs to put it in the dish, which is, you know, more dedication than I might have <laughs> to something. <laughs> um, but in any case, so this recipe, pork and peanut dragon noodles, um, it's got crisp ground pork, green onions, and then a tangy kind of stir-fry sauce that has the Chinese-style noodles, and then you top it with peanuts. Um, and this recipe in, was just a hit. James asked, um, he's like, are you going to have any more? Um, which meant he went in for seconds, which rarely happens. Um, which is so funny because Ryan is always eating all of the seconds. <laughs> I mean, I could eat – I could make anything, and he's and he eating – like- yeah, I, yeah. When James is done, he's done. And so, like, this time I was like, oh, this must have been a really good thing. Um, yeah, you know, honestly, I was worried if the sauce was too simple to have any depth. <laughs> Which is funny because that is just not ever a worry that I have. I don't look at a recipe no. and think, hmm, there aren't enough ingredients on here. <laughs> I, I wonder <laughs> if maybe I shouldn't make this tonight. <laughs> Well, anyway, my fears were unfounded. Um, I thought the the sauce was great. Um, Again, I don't know. I had some sort of problem this week. I let it reduce too much, and so it got, again, tight. Um, I just added some water, loosened right back up. Um, I did not have any fresh ramen noodles for this dish. Uh, Did you find any? I didn't. I mean, I just found some Chinese egg noodles at the store, and they were great. And we also loved this recipe. I doubled it, and we had it twice for dinner, and it was a huge hit. It's so it was just easy to make, easy to double. Um, everyone liked it. Yeah, I think it earned a spot on my dinner rotation. Four out of five forks again. For the dragon noodles. Ooh, yeah. Two, two kind of winners in a row. Two winners okay. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the only thing I'd say before we move on is um, you need to get that ground pork nice and brown and crispy. Um, well beyond what you do for like browning ground beef. 
you know. So yeah. the pork will start to smell really good. The ground bits will get a nice caramelization going, um, you know, and it just makes that that savory pork with the sweetness of the sauce and the peanuts. That's a great combination. Um, so I do have to admit I have not replaced my chili paste. And so <laughs> <laughs> my sauce was a little hot this time again. Um, I got to get some new, new chili yeah. sauce. It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, it was a great recipe. Um, it was so good. Like I would almost so close, like four and a half, almost five forks. Yeah. I mean, I, and I ended up making it, we just have like the sweet chili sauce, the very mild sweet chili sauce. Mm. And then I added some hot sauce onto mine, like some sriracha, um, because I like it a little spicier and that was easy. Nice. But I did not burn my mouth off. Oh, well. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right so well, our, what's our last one? Our last recipe here is the Instant Pot Chickpea Plov from 101 Cookbooks. Oh, yum. Okay. So anyway, first, let's just talk Instant Pot because I think um, that just needs to be addressed. Um I really like mine, but what I tell people all the time who ask me, they're like, should I get an Instapot? Should I not get an Instapot? Is that this is not exactly instant meals, right? You know, Mm -hmm. I like it because the pot can drastically reduce like the hands-on time. Um, You know, I've got things to do. I need to watch more TLC's Sister Wives, new developments (laughs) all the time. Um, Some people might actually clean or do something productive with their lives, learn a language. I really don't want to do any of that um so anyway lots of hands-off time um what, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts what have you been thinking about the instant pot yeah i like it too the i agree with you that it's not it you shouldn't think of it as instant dinners because that right. is really not the case it does work when you're going from frozen to mm, meal time good point and so there it gives you an advantage because if you're going to throw like frozen chicken breast and some salsa in and set it and I know a lot of friends who do things like that and then it's really valuable and you don't have to go through Mm. the defrost and everything else Um, and then in recipes like this where you can make um, one whole meal kind of set it and forget it and you have hands off time yeah also very valuable but I don't think um, if you have just like chicken breast in your free in your refrigerator and you're thinking how can I get a meal to my table quickly right the instant pot is really not going to be your go-to tool of choice for that right i mean yeah yeah. i mean good call good call i i think you're i think you're spot on the frozen the big cuts of meat um really fun dried the dried beans i mean that's it's an amazing and it's a pressure cooker yeah right yeah well right right that's been rebranded for your stovetop for your you know not stovetop countertop countertop but oh you, my god did you read about people who are putting their instant pots on the stovetop and they're like melting stuff and oh, oh listeners do not do this <laughs> yeah oh. so that's a good segue into we were going to talk about these instant pot facebook communities and that's right. where i read about this. oh my gosh that's so terrifying yes. so it's like people using i don't know exactly what happened but like a more than one person has done this where you either accidentally put the instant pot on like a flat top electric thing right okay Okay. and i I don't know exactly how it's happening but the instant pot is either 
I don't know. There's something going on. So don't put it on your flat top electric um, stove as like a counter space thing. Okay. Um, Bad idea. But so if you want more instant pot tips like that, um, you can Mm -hmm. go in these Facebook communities. Or maybe a recipe. Or a recipe. Yeah. (laughs) It'll like tell you not how to blow up your kitchen and ruin your instant pot. Or you can also find out how to make cheesecake in your instant pot. Um, both of these things. So there are so many Facebook communities out there for specifically instant pots. And I think this was actually a Heidi Swanson tip. Um, when I was going into research, her instant pot activity recently, and there are, there's major kind of mega instant pot groups, um, that have a million or more users on and they have all sorts of questions from beginner to advanced and sometimes they can get overwhelming, nice. but they definitely have, they'll cover you for any question. And then there's also regional instant pot groups. Like if you are what? an instant potter in Cincinnati, oh. or if you are like an instant potter in the Midwest, you have to okay. verify your, um, like what state you live in to oh, get hardcore approved um yeah yeah so or there's you know like vegan instant potters or just all that kind of different stuff so if you are um wanting to dive into the instant pot i would say that's a really great first source so with that what did you think about this specific recipe yeah so you know i started that's a great you know definitely dig into that um Mm -hmm. i started this because um of Heidi Swanson. She's just a big name on the food blog scene. She's super into this, you know, kind of natural whole foods cooking, which I can get behind. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes she just gets a little too crunchy for me, like a little too out there. I can't always source like half the ingredients she references. You know, first of all, she's on the West Coast, you know, ha- all the way across the country for me. Second of all, she's like, I've been growing this ornamental lime tree and I love the leaves to scent my broths. And I'm like, are you are you for serious right now? Like, who has an ornamental lime tree? Like, but whatever. Yes, but it's, as, it's aspirational cooking. Aspirational cooking, I think, is a good yes. way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she does sometimes come up with these recipes that just become like classics for me. She's got a um, an orange glazed tempeh that I just adore. Um, that mm-hmm. we can put in the show notes actually. Um, but anyway, back to the recipe I chose. Um, I thought to me. <laughs> This recipe seemed like an accessible, but kind of a different way to use the Instant Pot. Um, Mm -hmm. And so plov is um, basically just a layered dish with rice, um, chickpeas, greens, olives, and onions. Um, Originally from Uzbekistan, which is an area I know very little about. So I was kind of intrigued by that. Um, And you kind of cook it all at once for this kind of savory, you know, my reference point would be kind of a casserole. Um, And Mm -hmm. I apologize to all Uzbekis out there who would not call it a casserole, but that's, you know, kind of where I'm coming from. Um, I didn't, you know, the ingredients list aside from saffron, which is wicked expensive. And I chose not to buy this time. Um, all the ingredients I felt like you could find in the supermarket fairly easily. Um, yeah. So how'd you, uh, how'd you like it? what did you think? So I like experimenting with the instant pot, um, which was great. And, yeah. but I joked with our mom that I'd need to make this recipe with the side of cheese quesadillas. <laughs> Which was true. (laughs) Um, The problem for me here, which is one that I run into a lot with 101 cookbooks, is just the ingredients. Um, And it's not that they were so inaccessible. It was just this particular recipe hit on some things that I knew were going to be a no-go for my family of five. 
eaters, okay. just opinions and things like that. So I didn't add the chili flakes to the onions because I was a little bit worried about the heat. I didn't know exactly with the pressure cooker if that how much that would intensify, and I didn't want to risk it because I don't like making two dinners. So I left it out. Yep. What did you think about that? Just by the way, did you do you think it? You know, I think I think it made it towards like the mild end of adult spicy. But I, okay. I, I'm with you. I think I would have left it out for kids where you just cannot play Russian roulette with that sometimes. Yeah, especially when you're doing like a instant pot. It's all going to be done and that's it. Right. You know, you don't want to. Yeah. So I also didn't add the black olives, though, because same thing. Ooh. I've got almost half of my family, including my husband, doesn't like black olives. Um, so but they do like brown rice and chickpeas. So. Okay. I also, <laughs> I know, which I didn't buy the saffron, kind of similar to what you were saying. I didn't, I was at Aldi's this week shopping and I didn't see it there. So okay. her, also she has a note to throw in a couple handfuls of dill, celery tops, and cilantro. And normally I would have um, more herbs and things, fresh herbs in my kitchen because I garden and I grow a lot of herbs. Yeah, and I just true, yeah. don't right now because um, like dill and cilantro, I don't overwinter for me so I don't have them so I basically steamed rice spinach chickpeas and some celery tops in an instant pot oh I did squeeze the lemons almost plov I know right I mean I squeezed the lemons had the yogurt and walnuts and olives on top um it just kind of tanked for us though it but but no it wasn't because of the recipe and I don't blame Heidi Swanson and her amazing plov recipe for this it was really – it's what happens when you start with a recipe and you start taking out all of the flavor and all of the things <laughs> that make it delicious. And then you kind of say, well, why doesn't this taste good? Well, because you took everything out. So um, that was kind of what happened to us. So I would give it maybe like a two out of five, but only okay. because of our um, – just because it didn't work for our family. Really. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What would you I think? Mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think? How did it work for you? You know, I really liked the olives. <laughs> I think they kind of like made the dish. Um, made it more than kind of like steamed rice and I used spinach and chickpeas. Um, yeah. And I also really liked the walnut and yogurt. So, you know, and I get, but I get it. Like her recipe is going to be a bit much if you don't care for the ingredients. Um, you know, I, for me, I didn't think making it was, was terribly complicated. You kind of brown the onions mm-hmm. with the, the, um, the spices, and then you layer the rest of the ingredients on top with rice as the last, and then you pour water on top, you know, screw on the Instapot lid and walk away. Um, you know, so that, that was nice. Um, do the directions work out for you? Did you find them easy to follow? I did. Yeah. I thought, um, theoretically this would have been delicious and i was ma- right. if i was making it just for myself i i would have done it as you know as written sure. and it i think i would have really liked it and i do like that saute um option where you put in the onions first and then with the chili pepper you know the chili flakes and things like that and then just keep adding and adding because it really cuts down on your dinner dishes and the amount of things that you have out and i I do really like that feature of the instant pot that you are able to saute right in the pot yeah that's a good call um yeah i mean one last thing i would add just make sure to note i didn't add enough water the first time i made it so like the top layer of rice was uncooked and crunchy in a you know 
kind of not delicious way. Um, so I just mm-hmm. like, was like, oh, shit. And so I just poured more water in, um, made sure to cover the rice completely, and I cooked it on high for another 10 minutes. Um, and after the second attempt, it was great. And I don't think the rest of it, like underneath that had been cooked, suffered for any of that. Um, so I would just make sure if you are do if you are going to make this recipe, if you do like black olives, um, you know, <laughs> cover it cover it fully. Um, you don't need to put like a full inch of water. Make sure your rice is covered with a good quarter quarter inch of water before you screw on the lid, even if it means adding more water than the recipe recommends. Um, mm-hmm. And I've had this happen before with like beans and rice. Sometimes can be a little finicky. Um, yeah, so that's my only recommendation. I, you know, I liked it, but you know, I'm not sure I would make this in my regular rotation. But still, it was kind of fun. Three out of five forks. Um, not bad, but you know, not a super favorite of mine. All right, so there are three recipes. Kate, mm-hmm. what was your favorite of the week? You know, it was the pork and peanut dragon noodles. Loved it. Mm-hmm. So delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that savory pork with the peanut combo. It was a winner. How about you? Yeah, same for us. I mean, that is something that I can see myself making again and again. And also because mm. it was just an uncomplicated recipe with things that I mostly have in the house. So I... But in a way, kind of the flavors, the way that the flavors went together and everything, it, it felt like something kind of fresh and new and different. Yeah. So, yeah, that was good. I liked that. The pasta al limon, also I really liked and we'll close make second. again. But I, I close second. I think the dragon noodles ran away with it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And now for our smorgasbord item of the week, meal planning 101. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, when we titled this smorgasbord, I called it Meal Planning 101, but I really think this is less of a tip and more of a philosophy. Like, I'm not going to tell you, like, how to meal plan in this little smorgasbord, how to make your, like, perfect 64 turkey meatballs to, like, feed yourself for lunches for the rest of the week. Um, I was really, it was just more of something I was thinking about when I was putting this trio of recipes together. And I think, you know, when you mentioned, like, I had the school musical that night, so pasta limon was really great to fit in. You know, I think it's important to make sure that every night isn't a crazy night, um, mm-hmm. but still have some fun, right? You know, make a quick pasta dish one night and Uzbeki instant pot dish the next if you mm-hmm. want to make it. Um, and I think if you do this, you'll find that cooking dinner fits a little better into your schedule while avoiding a rut, right? Um, yeah. Just like making a chicken breast with broccoli. Um, I think the pasta limon straddles both these both worlds. Um, you know, like you said, just a little different than something marinara poured over noodles. Um, but you're not spending hours in front of the stove. Same with the pork and peanut dragon noodles. You don't have to get takeout. Like you can make a really delicious, really quick and easy meal just, um, you know, on a weeknight. So what, what have you been thinking about in terms of like dinner versus just like life? Yeah, I think since we've been planning our meals for the podcast, I've definitely experimented more. And that's a good thing because I like to cook, but it can be hard to do it every single day Mm. and trying to cook for my family, which I like to do. It's not it's not that I don't like to cook. It's just it, it can feel like a burden Yeah, when you're doing it every day. Um, So it was fun to know that I have. A few dishes every week that I know that I'm making for sure. And that worked out well for me. Like, I've got these three dishes that I can, I have the ingredients for, 
and I know I'm going to make and I can kind of pull one of them out on a day when I feel like it works. And right. when when I need to just make scrambled eggs for dinner, I do that some <laughs> nights too. Or we have leftovers or we order pizza or we go out to eat. Um, but it is it's fun knowing that I do have these three meals that I'm kind of excited about and I'm looking forward to making and I know I've got all the ingredients in the in the refrigerator. So that has been really fun. And I I do well with that kind of flexibility. Yeah. But I think I was lacking like just that touch of planning right. that helped ease the dinner anxiety. Right. So this has yeah. been good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, you hit on a good point. Like my God, this is not a competition. No one's going to die if you have Trader Joe pot stickers. In fact, it's one of James's favorite meals, um, you know, or grilled cheese. He's like, yes, we're having yes. pot stickers again. Awesome. Um, I'm like, what about the plov? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, even if the recipe you make is a dud, you tried, you know, gold star for you. Um, still giving you the side eye plov. Um, but if you want to try something new, like do it, kids. Just do it. Yeah, I agree with that because I think the one thing the experimenting has done has just reminded me that it's it's fun to cook things that are new and different sometimes. And when I've got mm-hmm. something fun to look forward to, it seems it kind of brought the joy back into cooking a little bit. So that's been it's been really nice. Awesome. Right. Okay. So it's time for our cooking quote of the week, which. Mm. I will read here, and it comes from Deborah Madison's Vegetarian Cooking for Everyone. And she says, When it comes to cooking for others, I have learned, and still learning in truth, that it's best to keep your doubts and disappointments to yourself. And I love this because it reminds us that even the best chefs have disappointments in the kitchen. And I think it's great advice to just keep it positive. Most of us are our own worst critics. And really are whoever we're cooking for even if it's just for yourself i mean you're happy to be doing it yeah the intent is good and you should just feel happy you know that you've done it so don't Uh, be your own worst greed yeah so coming up next week what do we have so we have three new recipes french bread pizza from the pioneer woman Sheet pan barbecue meatloaves. I think that's a budget bites mm-hmm. recipe. And then cal- kale salad with apple and cheddar with chicken pieards. Right. And that kale salad from the New York Times cooking, which is such a solid site. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm totally into the French bread pizzas. Something nostalgic about them. I don't know if I'm just having a childhood warm fuzzy memory, but I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, that's fun. I am looking forward to the barbecue meatloaves because you just can't go wrong with meatloaf in my family. So I'm excited to try a new recipe. Hmm. Very cool. So that's what's for dinner. See you next time in the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like to have a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our webpage at www.dinnersisters.com for show notes, grocery lists, and other fun stuff. Got some dinner ideas? Shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Thanks, and happy eating. Happy eating.